I have asked Mike LeSage to come up for a moment, and uh, I want you to hear a little bit about what has happened to him recently, because Mike has gotten to go somewhere. Can we, I, I know you love your yes, spectacles, yes. but I wanna see your eyes. So everyone, this is Mike, say hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, y'all. Uh, you recently left the country, where did you go? I went to Silao, Guanajuato, Mexico. Okay, and can we put my picture up there? So, viva la, viva Mexico. Yeah. Okay, and, okay, so. Guanajuato. Uh, that is. Uh, somewhere in there. Nayarit. Guadalajara. All right, so it's in this. Boom, right here. Okay. And this so, city right here. Yeah. I was right here. That city right there, Guanajuato, is the the exact geographic center of the country. Oh, okay. Now this place has a special meaning to you. Why? Uh, my wife and son and I lived there for four years as missionaries. Whoa. Okay. <coughs> uh, so what surprised you going back twenty some years later? <laughs> Holiday Inn. So it has a hotel now. It has a hotel now. Uh, Applebee's. <laughs> in in Guanajuato. Guanajuato. I can't say yeah, that. Uh -huh. uh, Little Caesar's Pizza. Okay, so, it's, uh, so city, NAFTA has changed things. It changed things a lot. And the city that we lived in when we were there was approximately 100,000 people. It's now over 300,000 people. Okay, so it's grown a lot. So it's grown a lot. When you and Danita and David showed up 20-some years ago, how many churches were there? Zero. We started number one in the city of Guanajuato, or in the city of Silao. What? Yes, there were yeah, no Christian okay. churches. Okay, so the, there weren't any Protestant congregations. Yes. Today, 20-some years later, how many are there? There are 20 congregations in Silao and 10 in the ranchos around it. That's pretty cool. So uh, did you see God at work? Oh yes, very, very much. What's one way that you saw God at work? One way? Yeah, one Are way. <laughs> I got out with my cheat card here. Okay. Okay, one way I saw God at work. I went to a youth retreat <clears throat> where uh, Youths from four different churches came together. Their pastors actually managed to work together to put this thing on. That's a miracle in itself. <laughs> there were 70 kids at this, at this retreat. Um, they had seven full-scale, full-blown worship services in two okay. days. And I'm going to guess their worship service goes a little bit longer than our 60 minutes. Usually about two hours. <laughs> and had five short little ones. And had uh, drama practice one night when they had 70 kids in groups of two trying to learn how to do a drama. Okay. It was pretty cool. Another thing that happened was uh, when we were on our way back from that thing, something God did was... I, we watched it. I watched her go down. She, a woman came down a set of stairs, 
and got to the bottom stairs. She was carrying a baby, two-year-old baby, twisted her ankle and threw the baby wow. onto the rocks and nothing happened. Wow. Uh, gosh. Um, yeah, something else. Um, oh, yeah. A friend of mine had cancer. Um, I found out about it in December. I figured I'd stop by when I got there to see him. <coughs> um, he was dying when I got there. And his wife told me, now, now be prepared because he hasn't recognized anybody in three weeks. And I walked in the room and she said, hey viejo, Mike's here. And he sat straight up in bed and he said, Mike, how are you? So he knew you. And he knew me. Right. And we sat there and we talked for 20, 30 minutes. And then I left and six days later he died. Wow. So that was pretty cool that God held that for me. Um, One of the neater things I think you mentioned to me was you had kids that were in the youth group and now they're like adults and are any of their, some of them are grandparents now, right? Uh, no, no grandparents no, okay. yet. No, All right, no. so, but they're real world adults. <laughs> what was the neatest thing to see these, these teenagers that you had invested in now yeah. trying to live life? Well, what they're doing now, living life, one of them is one of the pastors that was one over one of the churches that went on this retreat. And this kid who we knew when, we met him when he was 15, and he couldn't, he had zero confidence He'd, he'd show up for our youth group meetings at our house, and he'd actually curl up in a corner, and he'd just lay there in a fetal position. I think he had no confidence at all. Now he's running, he's running youth retreats for 70 people. Okay. <laughs> um, a pair of them that I stayed with are, both of them were one of our, were two of our kids. I actually got to have a, a Kentucky wedding down there once because I married these kids and I was also the father of the bride and the father of the groom. <laughs> That's a lot of hats. That's a lot of hats. And they're chugging along. She's a worship leader in her church. Uh, he's a drummer in his church. The same church as hers, yep. actually. Yeah. And it's just, it's just cool to watch them now 25 years later muddling through and, and walking through the steps of their lives. And it just it affected me very, very, very strongly. We in America, we suffer from immediacy disease. We think that if something's not immediately successful, that somehow we failed. And when you read scripture, God, when God does stuff, it's never flash in the pan. It, it always seems to involve long periods of time. It involves twists and turns, right? Yes, it does. It does. In fact, the last time I was down there, which was a year ago, God spoke to me very clearly, and this is something that I had struggled with for a long time after we came back. He said, see, it wasn't all for nothing. <laughs> What is one thing that you wish people at Generations knew about serving either long-term or short-term in international missions? I know I'm asking you to narrow it down. It's the best <laughs> of times and it's the worst of times. Yeah. When we went down there, we found every stress crack that we had in our marriage. Nearly ended up divorced. We got, to, we got the blessing of getting to spend 
24 hours, seven day a week access to our son, both of us, from the time he was one until he was five years old. So wow. that was a huge blessing. Yeah. And I, I say it every time I go overseas somewhere. When I leave, I go thinking, okay, I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna do this and this and this and this and this and this is gonna happen. And this is gonna bless them and this is gonna bless them and they're gonna be blessed by this. And when I come back, I say, wow, look at, every, look at what I received. So to go, over, to go overseas sounds like I'm going to go and take care of God, and God is going to change you. He does. Wonderful. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you.